Welcome to the topic. I'm Todd Duplantis. This show features our students, our programs, and our reach into the community. We're glad to have you with us. If you're watching us on HCC TV or social media, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the button. You'll get the notification for all of our new videos that we promote. We've got a great show here lined up for you. You know, fall in Houston is known for our festivals. The weather starts getting a little bit cooler, but hey, we're living in a time of COVID. Things are very different for us now. How is the COVID crisis affecting the fall festivals? We've got Kelly Batterson joining us right now. She is the executive director of the Bayou City Art Festival, and she joins us to tell us how they're responding. Good afternoon, Kelly. Thank you, Todd, for having me on. Um, you know, it, it's been difficult for everyone. We know that. We know the live industry has been hit hard. The restaurant industry has been hit hard. And so has our sort of festival uh, industry been hit hard. And a lot of our artists that come to our Bayou Art Festival, they actually do a festival circuit. So their livelihood is traveling from our show to shows in Dallas and beyond. So it's been, it's been a very tough year, a very strange year. Uh, we had our March festival, which was scheduled for the 27th, 28th, and 29th, which got canceled. That's when things were sort of heating up in Houston. So that got canceled about two weeks before our load-in. So we were full speed ahead, everything happening, that happened. And so it took us a minute to sort of, you know, just adjust and just regroup and sort of think, now what do we do? And then October was so far off at that point that we thought, oh, this will be over. You know, this will be fine. We'll get through this. This is just, well, we didn't know what it was. So at that point, what we decided to do as a group, got our board of directions together and said, you know, Bayou City Art Festival is a very important event for the city of Houston. It, it's considered a signature art event for the city of Houston. So what do we do to keep ourselves going, keep ourselves connected to the art community, connected to our artists that we love so much that come from all over the country, you know, to exhibit their, uh, their art. So we stopped and paused for a moment and in between waiting to see what was going to happen for our October event, we postponed March and then we thought and we said, you know, what if we launched a Save Our Art campaign? What if we launched a campaign where Houstonians and the art community could just join us in keeping Bayou City Art Festival live? They could help donate. We could create some programming, some different events that would sort of support that umbrella campaign. So that's what we ended up doing. So we created Save Our Art campaign, launched it early August, um, ended up doing a program where you could text to donate if you wanted. You could go on our website to donate and support us. Just keep us around. Been around for 49 years. Keep us around for another 50. Next year's our 50th anniversary. And then what else could we do? So we created some other programming with our virtual happy hour series right. and we looked into what, what are we going to do in the fall? So during that in-between time, we just sort of thought, let's let's look at Houston. We always come together in these times. Yeah. Let's see if Houstonians will support us. You mentioned something briefly, 49 years. That's an accomplishment. And um, being a longtime Houstonian, I remember the festival when it was on Westheimer. 
Yes. The Westheimer Colony Arts Festival. I remember going on Westheimer and, and uh, you know, a lot of the houses and the restaurants would have food stands out front, yep. you know, and there'd be live bands and people selling their arts. And it was just a big festival. It was moved downtown and you've morphed through some changes to keep up with the time, including some name changes and kind of uh, redirecting things over the years. Maybe you can tell us a bit about that history because it's a very rich history in the Montrose community. It really is. If you've been around that long, I think the way it started, um, if if I'm correct, was the Westheimer Art Colony or the colony of, of, it was shop owners. It was restaurants and that whole group of people that live in that area, in the Montrose area, going down Westheimer, like all the way down to Taft. Um, they, they wanted something to help people, some traffic, a traffic builder type thing. So they started the Westheimer Art Festival and it was crazy. I mean, it was yeah. costumes and roller skates and jousting and, and music and just and, and art, and a little bit of art mixed in and stuff. But it was just, it just drew a huge crowd. And that was the late 70s, late 80s. That's when I hit the scene was in the late 80s. Then by about the mid 90s, it kind of like, hold on a second. We, we have something here, but maybe we need to sort of change directions a little bit. And it became the Bayou City Art Festival. From what I remember, it was kind of overrunning the Montrose area, getting a little too big for itself. And uh, there wasn't any room for all the artists and the stands and the people that were anticipated there. Exactly. And there was a, there was a year or two that they moved. Um, they, they tried another location downtown. They, yeah. they tried it. Um, and then it ended up landing as a two, you know, two events per year, Spring Memorial Park, that's the mid nineties, Spring Memorial Park, fall downtown Houston, which is kind of cool because it gives you two different vibes. You know, the Memorial yeah. Park vibe is super cool and laid back. You got the shade and the trees and downtown's a little bit cooler with the urban look and the backdrop of the you know city and stuff. So it's kind of neat to work on two separate events that, you know, attract like different people. So it's been sort of cool. It's been a neat journey, it really has. Tell me about the virtual happy hour that you're having, because I imagine this is a way that people can support the art festival when unfortunately you're not able to hold it in person. Again, this was something that we came up with that was just like a five event series, launched it in August, launched it with Gonzo, wanted to sort of connect with the Houston artist, wanted to connect with people and just remembering us and just, you know, just staying around for art. So we wanted to create something where um, you could, we'd have a moderator and they would just sort of talk to a cool artist that was just like, hey, what's your journey? What's your inspiration? How'd you get here? How are you handling things? What's your process? I mean, it's just a neat behind the scenes sort of thing that I think people are digging right now and showing some of their art that they auction off a piece of art, which benefits us, which is wonderful. And it's just a cool hour of just kind of kicking back and having a signature cocktail. And it's just a neat promotion for them. And it's something that's worked pretty well. So we've got a couple more coming down the pike. So we've got a September 24th, we've got um, Tony Piranha, who's a Houston artist. Right. He's cool. He's got a mobile art unit. I think he's going to be playing music and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. That's Tony. And then we're finishing on October 15th after a virtual experience. We're uh, in it with uh, Donkey Boy, who we're super excited about. We're all excited about Donkey Boy. In fact, we're going to get a chance to meet him in our next segment, so stay tuned for that. You mentioned a little bit about when this COVID thing started. You started pivoting for the March Festival, but you thought October is a long ways away. Yeah. 
in your mind, I imagine you never thought that we'd be at this point where we're looking at going and still doing things virtual in October. It's true. What it came to is that, you know, we are co-funded by the city of Houston. So we had to do our due diligence. We had to reach out to our artists and our patrons and our volunteers and just do those surveys and sort of take their temperature in July to say, you know, how comfortable are you right now? And if y'all remember in July, we were not in a good place. Houston, right now, we weren't, we, yeah. We were lit up in, in July and we never expected that. So that decision was made to be safe, do the right thing, wait for the right time. So that's when we sort of decided like we're, we're going to have to go virtual which is hard because, you know, people love to come out. They love the fresh air. They want to interact with the artist and they want to chit chat. And the artists love to talk to each other. And it's just a really cool, you know, engagement that happens at our festival. So we had to figure out, okay, so let's take all those elements, blow them up and try to make something really cool. So people will definitely, you know, come visit our 300 artists that we have that, you know, really need to sell stuff. We're going to hear more about the art festival. We're going to talk with Donkey Boy, who you just mentioned. Uh, he's a he's an HCC alum. We're very proud of him. And we're going to hear from our, one of our faculty members in the art programs. All that and more on the topic. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Ah, the census. When counting everyone in your home, help support your neighborhood for the next ten years. Let's go home and count Poppy. Make, Make your, your family, family count. count. The census helps fund schools, healthcare, and more. Visit 2020census.gov. is on at HCC. Whether you choose to learn online, on campus, or both, HCC offers a safe, flexible, affordable college experience. Register now at hccs.edu slash college your way. Welcome back to The Topic. I'm Todd Duplantis. We're talking art in Houston, specifically the Bayou City Art Festival. It's online this year. We're going to hear more about that. Kelly Batterson, the executive director of the Bayou City Art Festival, joins us. And we're also joined by a man you've met before through HCC. We've done a, a uh, video on him before. He's an alum of HCC. We're talking about Alex Roman Jr., Donkey Boy. Welcome to the show, Alex. Yeah, how you guys doing? We are doing great. You know, we were talking with Kelly just a few moments ago about the uh, Bayou City Arts Festival, which is going online. You are going to be working with them this year. Um, with the what's happened with everything going virtual, that's got to be, is it heartbreaking for you or does it just present another challenge you have to overcome? Yeah, it definitely hit me hard because uh, I'm used to throwing art shows and being able to connect other artists and 
and meeting with other artists and, and that network right now is definitely hurting. Um, and yeah, it, it is somewhat of a challenge now to, to try and do, uh, you know, events or, or anything like that, show some new work. Um, recently I've just really been focusing on murals because there are no events. So, uh, that's a huge part of an artist's income, I believe. Um, and, you kind of miss out on a lot of opportunities because of that. Alex, um, you just briefly touched on murals. You've done some pretty iconic murals, especially over the past couple of months, and especially two of them. Could you touch on the one, the two ones that are extremely important to this country that you uh, had a part with? Yeah, so I got asked, uh, my mom and I, uh, Donkey Mom, we got asked to do a, a George Floyd mural by one of his friends. And although that's you know, that's different type of work. That that work, I believe, is meant more to try and help amplify uh, a voice of movement and a voice of change. Uh, but we did a George Floyd mural in Third Ward. And then we also did a, a Vanessa Guillen mural at Taqueria del Sol. Um, I grew up in the same area as Vanessa Guillen, so that one just hit really, really close to home for me. Um, and although they were hard to do, uh, I believe that they were important to do. Um, it, it's just something that as an artist, I feel at some point you'll have to do some work like that that's beyond you. It's not about you. It's more about the meaning and the message that's behind it. Talk about the message behind it, because I imagine when you deal with times like these, it's got to play out in your work and it's got to affect the work that you're doing. Do you have a COVID collection maybe that you're looking at or certain pieces that have been, uh, that have been influenced by isolationism and, and everything we're doing right now? Yeah, for sure. I've, I've uh, spent a lot of time in my, in my personal studio just, just working and uh, trying to get through that hump, you know, because at first uh, with not being able to have art shows, uh, you know, I got a little down for a little bit and I don't really work that way i don't really produce a lot of work when when i'm not uh, in a good mood um so it was very rough for me in the beginning but i do have some pieces that i'm working on and i'm kind of just waiting to see when when i should uh release them kelly batterson executive director of the bayou city arts festival she's been with us uh, on the show and kelly i guess working with an artist like donkey boy you guys have a history of working with iconic artists um, throughout the, uh, the history of the Bayou City Arts Festival, even going back to the Westheimer Colony Arts Days. This is a very special opportunity to work with Donkey Boy because there's so much, there's so many other artists outside of Bayou City Art Festival, juried artists that come in from all over that, I mean, the Houston uh, art scene and the fabric is so rich in Houston with so many artists of so many different types. So to be able to work with Donkey Boy, uh, and to associate Donkey Boy with um, what he's done and with the Bayou City Art Festival is very special for us. We're super excited about that opportunity for our virtual happy hour and totally looking forward to it October 15th. The art that you've seen from the artists that you've been promoting through the festival, has have you noticed the theme of COVID or isolation or anything like that playing out through the artists' pieces? We have not because we haven't seen it yet. They've all sort of been in their corners, doing their own thing, getting through stuff, being inspired or, or taking a pause or whatever they're doing right now. So we're excited to see what comes out of this. Um, we did have an opportunity to work with uh, the Houston Healthcare, uh, Houston Health Association and do some art. We had some artists that came and did some murals for the frontline workers during COVID. So that was a special partnership that we created just to 
just to help with what's going on right now. So it's, it's been a unique experience for sure. Alex, um, tell us what we can expect. Uh, you're going to be part of the virtual happy hour. Um, maybe you can give us a little preview of what we could expect to see there and, uh, or about maybe you can just talk to us about some of the pieces you may be displaying. That I really, you know, I, I kind of just want the work to speak for itself and, uh, and show you guys, but, uh, I know that, that I'm going to be drinking some very good cocktails that day. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly a day. Um, and as I mentioned before, I guess, when did you hear that this was going to be all online? How, um, how long ago did you hear about that? I imagine, did you think the festival would take place in person this year? I know Kelly and them had to make a pivot with their plans, but what were your feelings towards this? I was excited because that means that, that, that we're hanging on. You know, the art scene is definitely hanging on and, and adjusting and figuring out some things, you know, working out the kinks. But I was excited to, to hear that. It would have been very sad if it wouldn't happen. And speaking of the art scene carrying on, um, how do you think this whole thing is affecting the art scene in Houston? Are we going to get past this? I mean, you hear across the nation how, you know, certain clubs are going to be going out of business because they aren't showing, having live music. They aren't going to be able to make it. How, Alex, how do you, as an artist, how is this going to affect us long term on the art scene with this COVID crisis? I think we're just going to have to adjust. Uh, I think as a creative, we're used to like figuring things out and, and, and being pushed up against a wall or a corner. So we have to figure it out. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about being a creative person is that there, there's so many answers. There's so many solutions. Uh, I do believe we're going we're gonna to get back to a good place. We're going to talk more about the Bayou City Arts Festival. We're going to speak more with Donkey Boy. And we're going to hear from one of our faculty members with HCC's art program. All that and more coming up on the topic. I'm Todd Duplantis. We'll be back right after this. There's no better place to knock out the basics than HCC. Whether you learn online, on campus, or both, HCC is the safe, flexible, affordable option. Register now at hccs.edu slash college your way. A natural disaster may force you to evacuate, and the coronavirus could impact your emergency plans. So take steps now to help your family and community prepare. Keep a supply kit stocked with cloth face coverings, disinfecting supplies, and hand sanitizers. Check with local officials about what shelter spaces will be open during quarantine efforts. And remember to review the CDC's guidelines with the whole family. Disasters won't wait. Neither should you. Visit ready.gov plan to make a plan today. Community College is safe, clean, and open for learning. We're sanitizing our classrooms and reducing class sizes so you can feel good when you come back. Register now at hccs.edu slash college your way. Welcome back to The Topic. I'm Todd Duplantis. If you're watching us on HCC TV or social media, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and also hit the little button to share this show so we can get this podcast out to everyone who needs to see it. We're talking about the arts in Houston, specifically Bayou City Arts Festival. They had to make some changes, go online this year because of COVID. We've also got a special guest joining us, Donkey Boy. 
Alex Roman Jr. He's an HCC alum. And we're now joined by Juren Mayer. She's a professor of art history at HCC. Welcome to all of you to the show again. And Juren, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Let me ask you this. Um, how is the closure of art institutions and the cancellation of events like, uh, or having to go online with events like the Bayou City Arts Festival, how has that affected the way faculty in the art program are teaching right now? Well, most HCC faculty have used Houston's rich public art collection for inspiration in the past. This has become even more essential today with the danger of congregating in indoor spaces. We tend to look to our environment. We stay outside and we can still see some great art. Um, over the summer, as the focus of our community moved toward issues of social justice, um, the murals dedicated to George Floyd that you've spoken to Donkey Boy about, and of course the Black Lives Matter movement, um, we found an opportunity to include a more focused public art tour of the city. So our teachers are really looking to our environment to make sure that our students are still seeing work and seeing work that's relevant to them. You know, one thing I've noticed during the shutdown are we're kind of getting a glimpse behind the scenes at many museums and, you know, art museums across the nation where you get to see things you normally would have to pay to get inside to see, you're getting a chance to see that online. Are those some of the things as well that you're exploring with your students? Oh, absolutely. Um, the art institutions are generally innovative just by trade. And so um, they're also pretty social media savvy. So we will see that a lot of organizations, even though with a lack of audience meant that they had a kind of lack of people in the buildings, um, they still had all, gave us all sorts of opportunities to see what they were doing behind the scenes. So whether it was um, the five minute tours that Glass Tire put, um, produced over the summer, which were small five minute um, looks at gallery spaces and museum um, events around the state, something like that, or um, some of the things from museums around the world have been really great for our classes. Um, that was especially true over the summer when we could really dig into some of the places um, like virtual tours of the British Museum or something of that nature. Let me ask you this. I know faculty had to uh, really get themselves up to speed back in March within a matter of weeks to start delivering instruction online and we did it very successfully. How has it worked for the art program? Because um, has it translated well? And what's been the reaction from uh, the students and your colleagues? We've got sort of two sides of the art program. We have the studio art faculty, and then we have the lecture faculty or art historians. So the art historians were tasked with putting, you know, about 40,000 years of art history online, um, all of that content um, online to our students. And so that was a pretty big task. But I would say that the studio art professors were really tasked with some challenging, um, challenging problems. They had to teach something that was hands-on virtually and um, had to deal with students. I mean, with our student population, we had to think about, do they have kids at home? Do they have parents that they're caring for? Are they working an essential worker job? So all of those kind of folded in to our studio art programs as well. Um, the, innovation that came out of that whole process was pretty amazing though. Um, we had studio professors setting up sort of in-home spaces and um, mechanisms in order to uh, teach exactly the way that they needed to teach. Um, we had students who were 
working with found materials more often because they couldn't get access to art supplies. So it was, um, even though it was very hard for everybody, it was really innovative and kind of exciting. If you had one takeaway, Jaren, that you could uh, think of during this COVID crisis, learning a new language, finding a great show to stream, what would be the takeaway you, uh, you've got from uh, delivering instruction online? Well, one of the things that I really learned from my students is that, uh, well, I'm gonna say two things. Um, they need connection with faculty. Um, I had students who I recorded lectures for because it helped them with their anxiety at night. They would just listen to me talk at night. So we had um, issues like that. But one of the things that I found about the city in general is that we have so many opportunities for people to see art, um, for people to have a fulfilling weekend, a fulfilling experience, even in this situation. Um, so whether it is, you know, another sort of public art tour or something like that, or making an appointment with an artist and having a studio tour, there are all sorts of things that people can do. And it made me feel really good about the city. Donkey Boy, Alex Roman Jr., I'm going to ask you this. You, you were out of HCC many, a few years back. What's your impression of online learning? Would you have been, would you have been a fan of that? Is that something you could fathom? Because classes were a lot different than uh, when you were taking them back then. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more uh, hands-on. I can, I, you know, I'm not, I can't really find my way around the computer that well. Uh, I just get on there and draw. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because uh, I, I also teach uh, art to, to some kids over at uh, Break Free Hip Hop School. And for a little bit, I had to do the online stuff. And it was kind of cool because I could share so much through my screen. I mean, I could show them art from from the 50s, from from the early 1900s, from when, whenever, you know, and uh, and that that part of it was pretty cool because I kind of could maneuver and and yeah and show them anything, you know? So that, that part of it was really cool. But for me, I, I think I'm more hands-on uh, just because that's just the way I was brought up. You know, at HCC, we're, I think we're all kind of grappling with how we're going to move forward in the future because we know that online learning is, is pretty much here to stay for at least in a limited fashion. You kind of mentioned using a little bit of it um, in your lessons. Do you see in the future maybe incorporating some more online learning in the lessons you're delivering, Alex? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, like I said, just being t being able to have that access uh, uh, is it's just really cool. Um, would be harder to do in person, I believe. You could just pull anything off of YouTube, wherever, uh, any kind of movie, you know, play songs for them. I, I would do all kinds of things for them. So I think that 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 could be like the new wave. Kelly, I want to ask you, um, Kelly Batterson, the executive director of the Bayou City Arts Festival. I want to ask you exactly. Do you, how important is it to have a relationship with a college like HCC um, in, in festivals like yours? Very important. I mean, these are, these are students that are, that are coming out with an education that want to be involved in the art community, possibly event production, uh, the event industry. So yeah, we're always looking for that. I mean, that's always something, people that are tech oriented, art oriented. I mean, it's, that's a big, pretty big scope with, you know, I mean, just running a festival, you've got anything from accounting to production to, you know, art knowledge, customer service, volunteerism. So, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big scope. So yeah, we would definitely 
love that uh, connection. Well, Kelly, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Uh, for more information, real quickly, the website people can go to to find out more information about the Bayou City Art Festival. BayouCityArtFestival.com. Uh, join us. We'll have more information on our upcoming virtual event, which is October 5th through the 11th. We're looking for your support. It's going to be a really awesome event. Lots of content, lots of fun. And Alex, always great seeing you on the show. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, Donkeyboy.com, is that where they can go to find you? Sure, for sure. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Alex. And thank you, Jaron, for being here and telling us about the art program at HCC. Happy to. Thank you all for joining us on the topic. I'm Todd Duplantis. We'll see you next time.